Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. And I want you to just take a few moments, if you're listening, hopefully not driving right now. Um, And if you're at work, you might be in the bathroom because you might be calling in. You know, you might be in a stall. We we have that happen sometimes, you know. It is kind of amazing the things we uh, hear. (laughs) (laughs) And we we can kind of pick where they're at, too. Right. Because we've been all been there. We've all been there. This is true. (laughs) Mom, I'm in the stairwell. I don't want my glasses to hear what I'm doing. (laughs) So I want you to really check in on your vibration wherever you are. I want you to get comfortable with feeling your own energy system. This is an important part of moving forward and making choices. So even if you're not sure what that means, I want you to just get curious about it. Maybe even ask yourself, what if I could sense my human energy system right now? You know, am I feeling my feet or my head, my heart chakra? Am I feeling the first layer of my auric field? Am I feeling beings around me? What am I feeling? So during our time together, I'd love for you to check in on yourself so that you can start to create a relationship and an awareness with your own energy system. Because that's a really great way to become present because you're in a physical body. That's your present moment here on earth. You're in a physical form and a physical reality, having a life, um, even though you're full of light, you're having a physical experience. Uh, So today on the show, we're going to talk about courage because I think it takes courage to change one's life. And if everything in your life is perfect and you don't need anything to be changed, I bet a lot of money that you have been courageous, that you have made amazing choices, that you've probably refigured your belief system, you've um, created something about yourself that you never even thought was possible, and it's it's allowed you to have a lot of happiness and joy and uh, a lot of great feelings of self-worth. And I do think that self-worth and self-respect that moving into that kind of energy takes a lot of courage because you have to think differently than other people. You have to sometimes have confrontations with individuals, um, not meaning, of course, to have a heated conversation. But in order to be courageous, you have to stand up for yourself. You have to believe in who you are and you have to stay devoted to what it is that you want in life and to having really cool, fun, amazing experiences. So that's what we're going to be talking on the show today about courage. Stand up. Be proud. Yes, and and stand up for your beliefs and what you mm-hmm. want, and don't settle, it, and unless the settling, which might be a a um, a different perception of what it is that you originally thought about, unless the settling feels fantastic, then that's really not settling. That just means that a better solution is at hand, and it's in your highest good and your best interest. But to get there, you have to be courageous, and most importantly, you need to be devoted to yourself which takes a lot of courage. Mm-hmm. It could be a, a fine line of courage or something much more grand as far as, you know, just walking down a flight of stairs and you haven't done it in 20 years. 
That's oh, encourage. I, you, know, you know, um Justine and I take the stairs. She takes the stairs every time we come to the studio. Uh, depending on the shoes. Is that what your tardiness was today? I'm just uh, No, I actually wasn't tardy today, oh, was yeah, I? No. <laughs> Telling me about this show, maybe. Yeah, that's true. So at, at any rate, you know, it takes courage to walk up five yes. flights of stairs mm-hmm. every day. And of course, I don't do it when I'm wearing really high heeled shoes because I don't want to fall down. But you're right, <laughs> you know, to, to open up a door when you're winded and you can't yeah. really have a conversation with someone. A lot of times we're embarrassed to be different or slightly off or to feel that we're not completely organized or that we've taken an adventure. A lot of times we want people to see us in a certain light and we're afraid to be misrepresented. But when you are being courageous and you have a devotion to yourself, you need to be more focused on that than the way other people see you. Your your perception of how other people see you or what you how you want them to see you needs to be taken out of the equation. How you see yourself, where you want to be, your devotion to whom you are, that's more important than your perceived idea of how people need to see you in order to be a good person. Because that's not real. That's not truly reality. Good people, in my opinion, stay devoted to who they are. And, and we're all really lovely, wonderful people. But when you are in the higher perspective of who you are, you are devoted to you and not the perception that you want others to see about who you are. That's actually misleading. Can fight or flight be kind of an issue around that? I mean, obviously some people think they have way more courage than others. And Uh then you could be, no, that's not true. Uh, (laughs) Or I do. I mean, as far as case in point, can that kind of be part of the situation? You mean like you have this anxiety and you're in this fight or flight? I mean, even though you, exactly, but that would be flight. And yet Mm -hmm. you think you still have courage as well, but you may not be in that particular situation. Mm -hmm. I think fight or flight is actually a problem throughout the world because Mm -hmm. we have adrenal fatigue throughout the world. And so when we're in anxiety and stress, then we're, we are in fight or flight actually. And yeah, I think most of us are making decisions out of fear, which is not courage. You know, it's, it's the opposite and people may think that that's courageous to stay in their fight or flight mode and their fear place, but it's actually not. It's it's actually stress. And when you're courageous, you become unified. You move into this homeostasis with your being where you allow yourself to reflect and say and be who you, you truly are. And you don't pretend that you're something else or that you want something else. You're honest. And sometimes that's hard on individuals because we don't want to disappoint people. We don't want people to be hurt um, by what we believe or what what we want to create in the world, especially if they're not a part of the equation. But that's not courageous. It's, It's actually a weaker energy to be dishonest and to lie to yourself or to others. So courage takes stamina and it takes a reevaluation over and over and over again about what you want and who you are and where you're going. And all of us deserve that. And when we do that, um, we actually enlighten the rest of the world. We bring um, an individuality, a uniqueness to our workplace, our relationships, our family, to ourselves that the world is missing when we don't do that. And I know we have people waiting on the on the phone line, so we should probably get to that. Um, Some mighty and courageous listeners is who we have. And if you'd like to join us on Marie's show, 877-825-8828 is the number, 877-825-8828. Uh, and we'll take Renee starting uh, calling in from Sammamish. So, Renee, you had a question about looks like uh, eye and head health? Yeah. Hi, Marie. Hi. How are you? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I have... Um, 
a lot of pressure in my head and fatigue in my eyes and my equilibrium's off. And I've been fighting with that for like about 20 years, ever since I had some nasal surgery. Oh, wow. And I'm wondering if it is related to the rest of my health issues and depression. And it's just like this weight that I can't seem to, you know, work through. And Mm-hmm. And do you do anything for the depression? Like, I mean, like in terms of supplements or pharmacology? Helped lift my spirits, but now with the fatigue and the health issues, it's not an option. Uh-huh. And I'm sorry, I missed what you said. What do you do for your depression? Oh, um, now? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, I used to exercise and it helped a lot. So uh-huh. now um, I listen to a lot of meditations and um, I have your book and one of your CDs, so that's one of the things that I do. Oh, thank you. Um, walk sometimes, or mm-hmm. you know, and I try to do the physical activity that I'm able to do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think the um, or music. So I guess there isn't a particular thing. You know, spend time with my son, and there's just a lot of little things that I do. Right, which is lovely, and I appreciate that you have found you know ways to make yourself feel better throughout the day, which I think is lovely. I do think that you need some sort of holistic remedy that's a mood elevator. So mm-hmm. you might want to see a naturopath and try some of the um, remedies uh, that are there. You know, there's several of them over the counter that you can buy in a health food store that actually are mood elevators. Like St. John's Wort is really famous in Europe, by the way. In fact. Um, psychologists use it as a mild to moderate antidepressant, and it's just an herb, you know, that's in tea formula, form, formula or capsules. But I'm not a naturopath, so mm-hmm. it would be important to speak to someone who actually, you know, knows all the different varieties and understands you. Um, it, when I look at your brain, you're not using all of your brain, which all of us don't use all of our brain, but I even see you kind of crowded in an area that's not firing a lot of neurons, which I think could be very frustrating. Mm-hmm. And the word frustration is all over your auric field. Um, and and so learning to embrace those moments when you feel frustrated, which I think is often for you, would you agree? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so frustration actually bothers the sinuses. So frustration can stay in three of the like bladder type uh, areas in the body, like the science, the sinuses, the gallbladder, and the actual bladder. Okay. Um, and so when we have frustration, those areas hold on to it. So there's an attraction. Like anger, which is a stronger energy than frustration, is typically held in the liver. It first starts in, in female reproductive organs, or for men it starts in the chest area, like heart muscle or lungs. And then when those areas fill up with anger, and anger is a higher degree of frustration, mm-hmm. um, then it goes into the liver. So what I'm going to recommend that you do is every time you feel frustrated, which is like a lot during yeah. the day, I want you to embrace that moment. I want you to hug that moment, and, and I want you to be very kind to yourself. I want you to go... Renee, honey, I love you. I know you're frustrated right now. I'm really sorry. I love you. And then I want you to find something about the thing that you're frustrated about that you like. Okay. Because it Because we need to change the frequency, the vibration. And as long, frustration has its own vibrational particle mass. Like or appreciate has another vibrational particle mass. So if you go into a situation and you change your perception of it, then you are shifting the molecular experience and you're creating a different outcome. Okay. So, and, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. You actually understand energy extremely well. Would you agree? Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like 
if I did, though, that I would be making more progress. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I innately do, but then somehow I get frustrated because right. I'm not moving it the way right. I want to. I want you to look at frustration as just a pattern for you. It's a family pattern. Someone taught you this. You probably have it from previous lifetimes, too. It's kind of your go-to. Like, some people go, they're depressed. And I know that's another one of your things, but, but it's really not as strong as the frustration. Or some people, like I used to be someone, I would just get happy when there was a negative experience in my life, which means that a lot of times I didn't deal with problems. I would just go, oh, it's fine. And then, you know, decades go by, and I'm like, oh, my God, that is so not fine. Well, that's how I, <laughs> that's how I feel like I started out. Right. So and then, you know, now I'm having to face it, but I can't <laughs> seem to turn it around. <laughs> well, I want you to find something positive in the frustration. Anything that's bothering you will have a shift in its molecular energy, meaning it's going to have a different outcome if you can perceive it differently. It doesn't have to be pie in the sky, but okay. something rational, something mm-hmm. that's true for you. Like right now, your energy is expanding. Can you feel it? Yeah. Right. So you're feeling better already when I, I'm taking it down a few notches. It's not pie in the sky, but it's not, uh, it's, oh, wow. Okay, well, this isn't a bad thing. This is, this actually could be a beautiful thing. Wow, this part of it is actually quite nice. Do you see what I mean? Okay, yeah. <sighs> okay, and then go look for some mood elevator things. Okay. Okay, whatever those are. You know, I need to find a natural path to start coming on the show so we can talk about you know, supplements in a way that's really beneficial. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're oh. going to have a great day. So just go out and have a great day. Enjoy yourself. And, and yes, this will help your sinuses and the pressure that's on your third eye. Cause that's what you're really feeling is your third eye. Okay. Okay. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. I- have a gorgeous day. And we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry show. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be right back. With the cold, wet weather settling in and winter upon us, the thought of those experiencing homelessness, those sleeping outside at this time of year, is simply not acceptable. In East King County, there are over 850 men experiencing homelessness at any given time. Where do they go when the weather turns cold? There is somewhere to turn, where they can find a safe place to sleep, a warm meal, and the support to regain stability for their lives. Congregations for the Homeless, the full-service shelter program for men on the east side, is there to help, providing the support and resources we all need to live, shelter and nourishment, the most basic needs that most of us take for granted. If you are a man experiencing homelessness, or if you want to support the homeless over the winter months, please reach out at 206-579-6607 or online at cfhomeless.org. That's 206-579-6607 or cfhomeless.org. CFH, from homelessness to housing, one man at a time. How can Marie Manucheri help you create a better life? Check out her events page and attend a workshop. Working with Marie is a life-changing experience. If you want to find an effective way to make significant improvements in your life, sign up for a class today at energyintuitive.com. 
On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed back Pam Osley, intuitive extraordinaire who sees auras and explains what the colors mean. On Saturday, psychic bystander Louisa Oakley Green returns with her latest book of great stories about people's experiences with the highly strange. Then stay tuned to Eileen Grimes, host of Jupiter Rising in the second hour. Bringing you fascinating talks since 2007, we are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative. Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Alternative Talk 1150 is now being broadcast in digital quality on FM 98.9 HD3. So rejoice, you early adopters of technology. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Love Stevie Wonder. Thank you so much, Benny. Uh, I'm checking the tour dates to see if he's coming oh my gosh. anytime soon. But he was here last do- year. I saw him here in Seattle. He'll be rolling back through again. Yeah. I'm, I'm checking. A little Christmas present for one Aww. of my kids and, well, a couple of my kids, actually. Um, <laughs> super fun. I would definitely see Stevie Wonder again. He is a profound entertainer. And obviously, he's got fabulous producers because that show was dynamite. At any rate, we are talking about courage. And I, I think Stevie Wonder is actually a perfect example of someone who is courageous. Yes. You know, a blind person who is devoted to his craft and his gift. And everyone has natural gifts and talents, everyone. And devotion is something that's extremely important to, in order to create success, whether that's a successful family life, a successful garden, a successful business, um, successful love in your life, successful health. All of that requires devotion, and to be devoted, you need to be courageous. You need to be willing to take risks and to stand up for yourself and to care more about your feelings and your desires than what you think the rest of the world needs from you. That's extremely important. Why don't we go ahead and take another phone call? Sure, and he's uh, pretty much on his East Coast swing, just to let you know. And oh, if you is? are interested, oh. after the show, you could probably still grab a ticket and see him down Ooh. in Arkansas. Oh, in Arkansas? Yeah, uh, that would be an interesting. If tonight if at 7 o'clock, let's get a flight. You We're literally would have to jump on the plane right now. <laughs> okay, that's not going to happen, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> a little too soon for that. Uh, Tate from Eugene is going to join us, and uh, it looks like Tate needs a little bit of help, help with self-love and some changes going on. So, Tate, what's up? Hi, hi, Marie. Hi, I'm how so are you? Right now, are you I never really? That I would get. On. I never thought I would get on. Uh, have you ever been on the show before? No. Oh well, welcome. <laughs> Thank it's you. lovely to I, have you. We've have we met before? Because well, no, no. But I feel Aww. like I know you because <laughs> right. I. Well, I first want to say thank you for what you do because I've just been listening for about four months. And every time I just happen to catch a show, it feels like it was just meant for something that I was supposed to hear. Um, so thank you. But I'm doing the, a year-long energy medicine mentorship with Susan Tate Aww. this year. I love Susan. So Susan Tate is one of my graduated <laughs> mentoring students. And she does mentoring program in Eugene, Oregon. And I, I, you are in excellent company. She is. I just saw her in, in Portland, actually. She came to a workshop that she doesn't have to come to any of my workshops, but she does. She's so sweet. And my assistant, Justine, and I, we had a delicious dinner in Portland. In fact, we had wild boar. It was Justine can't stop talking about the wild boar that we had. It was phenomenal. So please give um, Susan uh, a kiss for me when you see her. Oh, great. I will. Yeah, it's been an amazing year. I didn't know anything about energy medicine or, you know, 
pretty much this realm. And mm-hmm. so this whole year has basically been crazy for me and lots of amazing ways, but also it's just been really, really hard. Because yeah. I've just kind of delved <laughs> yeah. in and um, I've been dealing with a lot of issues with my family of origin, my parents and my sisters. And I quit a job that I, you know, just had been at for seven years and was just feeling like I can't do it anymore. And I have two little kids, and my husband and I have just been, you know, just all of these changes with me have brought up things that we have been having to deal with. And But you know what? I just want to say, Tate, and I know you haven't gotten quite to your question yet, but I just want to say I'm very proud of you. What you're talking about is courage where you went, wait a minute, this is how I really feel about things now that I know, because sometimes we don't even know what we feel about things, right? And you figured out some awarenesses, and you decided to take action and courageously make some changes, like even having the conversation with the conversations you're having with your husband, even though they may be challenging, it's those conversations, honesty, that create trust and deeper love or deeper friendship or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's, mm-hmm. it creates powerful experiences between human beings. And a lot of times people just want to sweep things under the rug and just, well, can we just pretend that none of that happened and go forward, please? And I, I think that that is one way that people can solve situations. And if that's the only way that people are able to work together, I think that's fine. But for me personally, and it sounds like for you, I, I like to have deep in honest relationships with individuals, that's what makes me feel safe and loved. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I can feel, you know, I can feel the changes that are happening yeah. from from having those conversations. But it's also just really uncomfortable for it's me. Uncomfortable. And I'm in this very uncomfortable space. Yeah. I want to find them you know, I just I'm like trying to learn patience. Well, well, here, let me tell you, I've already written out your energy because I do this for everyone who calls in. Um, so I, I have a picture of your chakras right in front of me. And you actually have a lot of very positive energy going on. So you're you're receiving energy from your crown, your root chakra. Those are very pr- primal vortices that need to have a lot of energy coming in. And you have an excellent flow. Your third eye is perfect. You're taking tons of energy in through the back of your third eye. You are having some release of your life force through your second chakra. Some of it is actually stagnant energy, so that's good. We want the stagnant energy to move out. Um, And it's in your second, which is about relationships, career, intimacy, creativity, money. and But all of these conversations that you're having, even though they're uncomfortable, you feel probably, I mean, I already know, but you feel better than you did prior to these conversations. So it's usually probably your mind that's interrupting what's going on and freaking you out rather than your emotional body that's like, oh, thank you, this is so lovely, thank you. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, all of that. It's like we've, I've been having to, like, you know, I'm finding my power, you know, it just feels really good, like there's a part yeah. of me, I'm having, like, a soul awakening, and yeah. there's, like, a, you know, a goddess inside me that wants course, to come out. Of course, of course. But I'm also really, I just was, um, actually had a really tangible experience with my guides. Like Mm -hmm. I've been working on forming relationships with them. And especially as I've been struggling with a lot of this, these issues going on and just trying to trust that it's happening right now for, for a reason. (laughs) So, because part of me is like, why couldn't I have gone through all of this 
when I wasn't married and didn't have kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know, one of the great things about relationships is they actually encourage us to grow, even though mm-hmm. they can be the most amazing experiences in our lives and the most heartbreaking experiences in our lives. They help us to grow and reevaluate and help us to become clear about what we truly want in life. So mm-hmm. all of it is beautiful. I think you're doing excellent. I'm so proud of you that you're um, moving forward, especially with those spirit guides, because they can give us invaluable information that allows us to feel confident that we know where we're heading. Um, and so anything else? Are we wrapping up here? Oh, well, that's about it. But I was just going <laughs> to mention that I just was diagnosed with anemia oh, okay. last week. And my guide told me to get blood work done. And Love so that's it. And so Love in it. quick, I was I will be with Susan on Saturday, so I was going to talk to her about it. But if yeah. you have any quick insight. Uh-huh. So when I'm looking at your body, one of the things that it wants, and interesting enough, um, even in conventional medicine, when people are taking their iron medication, they ask them to take it with orange juice because vitamin C actually helps with the distribution of iron. I would... Uh, forget the kind of the orange juice because you don't do well with too much sugar, by the way, even though you like it. I would highly recommend that you start taking nice doses of vitamin C because um, that's going to help your iron levels come up and stay up. And that might be something that you consider doing on a regular basis. You probably need more vitamin C than the average person. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. So Have a great day in Eugene. Yeah, thanks, Tate, for so much for calling in and uh, first-time caller, long-time listener now, officially. <laughs> now I finally put that on there. Yeah, you know, I'm going to be teaching a course next year, and of course a few more this year too, but I'm going to be teaching a course in March called Mystic Career Development. I'm no longer taking on first-year mentoring students. I've uh, ended that program. Um, Whether that's permanent, I don't know 100%, but it's definitely permanent for now. And so um, the Mystic Career Development is actually going to be based on my mentoring program, taking all the wisdom and knowledge that I've had from experiencing uh, about 10 years of mentoring others in the field of of mysticism, if you will. Um, So that first one is going to be March. uh, I have it right here. You were so nice. March 4th through this. Thank 6th. you. You're so sweet. I yeah. got some hand signals too. So it's a combined it. effort here. <laughs> March 4th through the 6th. You can go to the website, energyintuitive.com. Yeah. I'm planning to teach that class on the East Coast as well. Um, so it should be just lovely. And then right after that, I have the pleasure of speaking for the Edgar Casey Foundation here in Washington State, April. Um, first through the fourth, uh, through the third, <laughs> at Seabeck, which is here in Washington State, over in the Hood Canal area. And again, you can find that on the website. And then before that, I have a couple more classes coming up at East West Bookshop in December. Um, first uh, is a Friday night. It's called the the Power of Vibration. So that's a conversation on December eleventh, which is my baby Misha's birthday. Um, but she's she'll be in Texas, so it's okay if I'm teaching on that day. And then I'm doing uh, an all day workshop. Perception is everything. Also. At East West, East West Bookshop on December 12th. So that's what we got going on. And why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Perfect. Let's uh, travel a little northward up to Victoria, BC. We have Sherry joining us, uh, dealing with some anxiety issues, I Ooh. believe. So, Sherry, welcome to the show. What's up? Oh, hi, Marie. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. Um, I'm just calling. <laughs> I, I can't believe I got through, actually. <laughs> well, we're happy you did. Good job. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I'm just calling because I've had some mental health issues since mm. I was about 19. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I've been working really hard to get over them, but they just seem to be persistent, mm-hmm. and they have caused a lot of problems in my home life. Mm-hmm. 
to the point where my husband and I don't even share a bed anymore because I get so anxious. <laughs> well, so a lot of people who experience anxiety, this has been my um, experience with clients in my private practice, which I've had for now, I think like 16 years, I know, um, is that when people are in their head and they're disconnected from their personal emotional body, that means that they're in their brain overanalyzing and processing rather than being connected to their emotional body. So we have an emotional body. It's the second layer of the auric field. It's about nine inches away from you. That's where it starts from a textbook perspective. And it's about a foot in width and it surrounds you like an eggshell. It's stunning, gorgeous. And these are your emotions, your personal emotions for you, Sherry. Um, when people are disconnected from their emotions, it creates a lot of anxiety. And you're highly empathetic on top of overprocessing and overthinking, which is not the way the brain was created to operate. Humans misuse the brain. The brain's a lovely organ. It's really meant to you know, like me, make sure that I get in the car on time so I can get to the studio on time. Um, present moment decisions. That's what the brain was created for. And then when we do use the brain in that way, then the third eye has plenty of room. Our insight has plenty of room to then uh, inform us of information. Like our last caller who knew that she needed to have a blood draw. Her guides told her that and she found out that she's anemic. So when we stop thinking and analyzing, the anxiety decreases exponentially. So I don't really think you have a mental disorder other than over-processing. I think that you have a fear of being in your emotional awareness. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. There's a little bit of processing to do there, but right. that's all right. So yeah. Fine. So I don't think yeah. there's anything wrong with you at all. I, I think that you have been afraid. So what I want you to do is start making some what-if questions, because I think it's always fun to get curious. You know, what if I was comfortable with my personal emotions? Hmm. So when your mind is starting to go off in those directions that have been challenging for you and your family, I would love for you to start mm -hmm. creating what-if questions that are positive. What if I wasn't anxious anymore? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Because your mind is thinking that the complete opposite. What if I never feel calm again? What if I'm anxious forever and ever and ever? What if this, you know what I mean? That's what you're doing. And you're then attracting yeah. a frequency that is feeding more of that energy that you don't want into your life like an IV it's just flowing it in they've just opened up the IV line and it's just flooding into your to your life and so I, I want you to start getting curious about what if I were connected to my emotional body what if I felt safe knowing what I'm really feeling what if my thoughts were not important to me anymore what if that's what I want you to do okay so you're saying that I'm disconnected from my emotional body Exactly. But connected to my thinking body. Well, well, yeah. It's it's you're you're not even really in your mental plane. You're not in your org field. You're not really in your energy system. You're in your head, and you're you are stuck there. And it's and for anyone, it's going to feel crazy. It's like crazy making. The ego resides in the brain, and the ego is drenched in fear. So if all of us were to stay in our brain constantly and overthink and analyze everything, that is kind of the definition of crazy. Um, right. which creates anxiety for you and fear. Your emotional body is craving you. You have a really lovely emotional body. Your emotions are really cool. And I think part of you is afraid of your magnificence. And so you've created a pattern where you feel unstable. Other people tell you that you are, and you don't get to be connected to something that is your strongest gift, which is for you is your emotions. Right. Okay. Okay. 
So get curious about what we're talking about. And the reason why I'm having you do that is because I think you're going to naturally kind of sink into that part of yourself and have a different experience. We could... I, we could talk about this, you know, till the cows come home, but that would be a session where we could really go into great detail. Um, but I, I want you to start off with some what-if questions so you can start to get things settled. Okay? Okay. All right. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. You know, Benny, one of the reasons why I do the show, mm-hmm. obviously, I love radio. Uh, yeah, number one. Yeah, right? I love hanging out and talking with you As and you Justine should. on the yeah, show yeah. and all of our beautiful callers. I've had a, a professional practice for, you know, going on 17 years mm-hmm. now, and I'm usually booked out pretty far in advance. Um, I don't talk about it on the show because I don't really need more clients. I have thousands of them, and I'm usually booked out about 14 months in advance. And so for me, when I have the show, I get to give advice for free. And, and help people get information because maybe they can't wait to see me or perhaps they can't afford a session. Um, and so this way, it's my way of giving back. It's one of my greatest joys. And I just want to thank you all for, for participating and being courageous by calling in and asking your beautiful questions. Well, I think that's a full circle. That's back to you, of course, being courageous <laughs> enough to being on the air for everyone yeah. to listen to. Oh, so, and you. of course, we love having you and oh, here at you. You know, Seattle's Alternative Talk. 1150. And yeah. if you'd like to join us, you can do that. We have open lines, maybe one or two here. 877-825-8828 is the number. And it is about courage today on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's break through and grab some and call us. This is your opportunity. Uh, let's see. It looks like uh, Katya is calling in from Redmond. So okay. Katya, welcome to the show. Did I get that right? Yes, yes, you did. Yay. Thank you so much. I'm sorry to be calling again so soon. <laughs> did you call last week, Katya? A couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago. Okay. Yes. And then, as you said, you're booked out, and I wish I could yeah. <laughs> just come and see you for all kinds of things. That well, is wanted, so funny. I wanted to say that I absolutely admire you because your energy is so infectious. You elevate anybody who comes in contact with you. Mm-hmm. And whenever I'm around you, you make me high. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one of the things I teach um, people who want to work in the field of mysticism, but this would relate to any type of work anyone does, it's really imperative when you're working with other people that you expand your auric field bigger than the person that you're working with because you're then helping them to model or what's the word I want to use, calibrate their own energy system to a higher frequency, which is healthier for their body, helps them to release stagnation. And at the same time, in that expanded aura, you're able to pull in information that they're currently not able to receive. So you're able to give them verbal you know, cues and insight that they're not able at the moment to allow themselves to receive simply because they're not expanding their auric field. So um, thank you for noticing. I'm, I'm glad that it makes you happy, um, but I think it's imperative when we're working with other people that our energy system is stronger and bigger than the people we're working with. If, if they get more out of it that way. So what can yeah, I do for you? The question is, um, I'd like to think of myself as courageous, uh-huh. that I need some drastic changes to make things better. I think I might be at that point again, just whatever insight you can offer. Mm-hmm. The job I currently have, I sort of manifested when I have babies and I wanted a flexible job, mm-hmm. which is very rare that I'm able yeah. to pretty much do minimal work and drive <laughs> kids around. <laughs> I think it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, but then, like, how long can this, you know, sort of ed job last? <laughs> the way I look at it, it's dysfunctional. I don't produce any results. And, you know, it's it's just the situation because my husband is developing a new business. Yeah. So it's a second income, it's family insurance, 
And again, it's flexible, which is like impossible to find. I know. And so I, so, he, so here's what I'm hearing, and I'm actually seeing one of my graduated mentoring students who was complaining about the job that she had, that they were paying her, which she said, ridiculous money to hardly work. And I said, they're doing that so that you can develop other things in your life that, yes. that right? So, yeah. so we're going to love, 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 love the job you have, not complain about it, while you still have the energy and the time to create what you really want as, so that when these babies are older and, you know, uh, their lives are a little bit more stable or your family life is a little bit more stable, even financially, let's say, while your husband's creating his own business, that, mm-hmm. that you can then venture out into that or you slowly move in that direction, you know, at any, t- do you see what I'm talking about? Um, I do sales. I love working with people. You yeah. know, I feel people and they open up to me. Right. We started time to actually start doing functional sales for my husband's business to move our our uh-huh. family forward yeah. versus having this dysfunctional job I sort of abuse. I know, but I want you to stop saying that your job is dysfunctional because it's actually okay. very functional for you. It, okay. it, it's yes. giving you yes. freedom. It's mm-hmm. giving you resources. And they like you and they're happy they with your work. I'm surprised. <laughs> well, have, how long have you been working for them? It's almost two years of virtually doing nothing. Really. Right. But they haven't fired you. Yes, that's surprising. <laughs> so, so here, what you're showing me is this lack of self-love that you have for yourself. You're very hard on yourself and very critical. I want you to start appreciating yourself and what you do give to this company. And I would love for you to stop calling it dysfunctional because you're sending it negative energy. And it's been a blessing in your life. And when people can start to appreciate what they have, they're sending good karma to their future. When we start to have a lot of negative feelings about what we have in our life, we're sending negative karma to our future. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So so that's what I would recommend. Uh, I don't have any uh, bad feelings about you and work. You have great work ethic, even though for whatever reason you think you don't right now. And I don't produce results, which I'm used to. (laughs) Okay. So I want you to stop saying that because clearly this company is happy with what you're doing and appreciative. And so I think if you can start being kinder to yourself about this subject, you're going to see the results that you want. Right. Okay? Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Have Thanks. a great day, Katya. Perfect. I think she sees it. It's out there. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be courageous, though. That's for sure, right? Sometimes what we really want is already in our life. Right. And we're trying to make it more complicated and more difficult than it really is. But I think creation, it's kind of like that old story about someone who needs a healing, right? And they think it's supposed to be like an angel comes down and taps them on top of their head. But no, it's a skilled surgeon Mm -hmm. who's got a perfectly great OR room and who's going to go in there and do this simple procedure where you're going to have no side effects from it. And and that's God too. You know, everything, everything is really a blessing. It's what we allow it to be. 100%. I do agree. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Thank you for listening and calling in. We'll be right back. Magnetize your destiny with Affirm Your Worth cards created by intuitive self-healing author Marie Manucheri. 
These 50 cards build confidence and self-worth so you may magnetize a life on purpose. Within weeks, most people happily report surprising results. Visit energyintuitive.com to receive this life-changing tool. Multiple sclerosis is trying to shut people down. That's what it does. MS disrupts signals, divides minds from bodies, pulls us from our lives and away from each other. MS destroys connections, so it's only fitting that connections would be its greatest enemy. Because as more connections form, maybe more questions will lead to more answers. Maybe more understanding will lead to more resources. Maybe more people sharing what they've lived through will lead to better lives. And if everyone touched by this disease, every person with MS, every family affected by it, every doctor treating it, and every individual who hears what this disease does, combine their efforts and knowledge and hope, then maybe the connections we make can become more powerful than the connections MS destroys. MS kills connection. Connection kills MS. Give what you know at msconnection.org. Marie Manucheri, RN and renowned energy healer, provides accessible instruction for helping you tune in to your health at a deeper level in her first book, Intuitive Self-Healing. Offering a compendium of illuminating case studies and practical self-care techniques, Marie invites you to learn more about the chakras, energetic preventative care, and tools for accessing intuition. Intuitive Self-Healing is available at Amazon.com and Energy and Intuitive.com. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to Mary Manu Cherry Show. We're talking about courage today. It's an important aspect to your personal growth and awareness is to be devoted to yourself, not devoted to your perception of how you want people to see you. You've got to get rid of that. That is not important. That takes a lot of energy. And most people really don't care that much about other people. Have you noticed that, Benny, that people kind of don't care about other people? In hindsight, yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate with the social media, and that kind of gets wrapped up around it, and that's where you get thrown back in with the wolves. <laughs> yeah. And really, it's true. But other than that, you're like, whatever. Yeah. It's, I mean, and, in hindsight, right. Right. That's true. It usually is in hindsight. Mm-hmm. You go, wow, that person really never really cared about me or my feelings or what I wanted. Yeah, I poured everything huh. out for them. Right. I did mm-hmm. everything for them. Yeah. And, and I thought I had this misperception yeah. that we were on the same page mm-hmm. about honoring and cherishing each mm-hmm. other. And... No. So that's why it's extremely important to yeah. stay devoted to what you want, to what makes you feel happy. Yourself. Stay devoted to yourself. And that's what's going to help you to attract people who will have that same love and appreciation for you that you can have for them. It's it's through that your devotion, because that's when you're being your true self. And people who will really honor you and cherish you can see your true self. And they love it, and they think it's amazing, and they're going to be great supporters for you. So don't try to fake it. Don't pretend to be something else, because that's not courageous. It may feel like it is, because it takes a lot of energy to be several different people. Bring them all together. Filter out the stuff that isn't you, and be devoted to your true energy, your true self, because we would all love to see that person. That person is amazing. 
So who do we have on the phone lines? Well, we'll travel over to Charlotte, North Carolina, and cool. we have Mark joining us. He's in need of some courage. I Mark. love. Hi, Mark. I love. Hello, hello. I love Charlotte, North Carolina. It's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I don't know about today. It's a little overcast. <laughs> is it? You could lie to us it. and say, it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's really lovely. What can I do for you today? Well, first of all, I want to thank you very much uh, for what you do. Um, I've been an avid listener of the show for four to five years oh, now. Oh, thank you um, very much. Much like one of your previous callers stated, um, there have been many times that I've listened to your podcast and I've felt like, the words that you spoke to the callers were words that I needed to hear. Oh, well, thank uh, you very much. Thank you for listening. And I'm so grateful the show has been helpful. Uh, well, thank you. But mm-hmm. yeah, basically I, I was just calling for a general reading. Um, mm-hmm. as, as I was, uh, I'm a recent massage therapist and, uh, uh, could use all the courage right now. Cause, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, although I know I'm a good massage therapist, I, I still have some, you know, I, I'm not able to, "Quote unquote," fix all of the issues that come to me. And, well, uh, you know, I think one of the most beautiful things that my guides taught me very early on in my mystical career is that people heal themselves, and that took a lot of pressure off of me. Like, okay, whew. you know, I think healers, however we want to define that word for ourselves, we provide opportunities for people, but individuals actually heal themselves. So I think will be lovely, Mark, when you walk into a session with a client, and I actually see your work's going to get very, very busy if it hasn't started already, um, is, is to actually have the intent and intention that this person that you're basically laying hands on, but I know massage is a lot more difficult and complicated than laying on of hands, um, is is that they're perfect and fine already. If you hold the intention that they're perfect, that they're even if they have lower back pain or their Achilles is all messed up or their shoulders and neck, which I'm sure is a common thing that you see with everyone that is stressed out and tight and all of that in that part of their body. If you hold in your auric field, which is a high expression of frequency, that this person is already healthy and well, you're sending messages to their cells and their muscles and their tissues, their fascia, their ligaments, their tendons, that is helping them to change their frequency before you even put your hand on them. Very good point. Right. So I I think that's going to be beneficial and remembering because you're someone who is feels very responsible for others. I, I think it's lovely that you do. But at the same time, if you start to develop the belief that people heal themselves, then I think you can have more delight and fun in their healing process and and be more encouraging instead of carrying a, a burden that you're not helping them when things aren't moving as fast or as smoothly as you would like it to or that it could because that's really not your job. Your job is to just hold the space, um, love what you're doing, and all miracles come from that. that. And, and I completely agree with that because, yes, I, I do believe that I am not the one, quote-unquote, fixing someone, that you know the healing takes place within themselves and um, Yes, in the in the hands-on, I probably do forget that, you know, in this. I, I think you'll notice that your clients are going to come back and go, wow, I feel so much better. What did you do? If you can, st- since you already have this knowledge, if you can stay in that frequency. So having a mental awareness of something is important, but having an energetic representation of that knowledge is a thousand times more powerful. So letting yourself hold that space and energy of the truth that you already know is going to be most transformative. True. Very good. Thank you. You're welcome, and have fun, and congratulations. 
Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks, Mark, for very much for joining the show. I think a good point he had as far as if, if you look at some of the shows here, you know, we have great hosts that mm-hmm. give out so much positive, great information, and they open up the phone lines and no one calls in. Aww. And it doesn't mean necessarily that they want to interject. They just like, why should I stop that train of being so positive? It's so good. Why do I need to bring my bad energy into the situation? Hmm. Doesn't do you see where I'm coming from? Mm-mm. Okay, so like, <laughs> is he saying? Is Mark saying so when he thinks he's doing a good job oh. and being very humble with it? The people are going away, but they're not saying anything back to him. So he's like, "Well, did I do a good job?" Right. Sure, I can. But we that. know he has. Same right. with these hosts. They sure. know that they're doing great and they're not getting that positive return. You just love Sorry, all the hosts the on the show. You just love all of the hosts on the show, which there. I think is saying. really lovely. But it's kind of like. You know, well, I I do think that sometimes people don't share. I, I've worked with clients, and most of the time, I I don't always see people again. You know, I actually don't think people have to necessarily see me again unless they want to. Right, you right, and so I don't always see someone again. And and uh, funny enough, when we do have a conversation, maybe years later, that they they actually completely healed from whatever was going on mm-hmm. with them physically, and I had no idea because we never had a conversation about it. Yeah, um, it was a one and done. Yeah, it was done, and and so and so. I think, of course, I don't really. I, I let go of my clients sure. when they leave, so I'm not thinking about oh, did they get better or not. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I'm just in the moment, loving that experience. And if it heals, if they get better and mm-hmm. heal, I'm thrilled. And um, but it is nice to hear um, when, when you find out you go, wow, yeah. this stuff really works. I'm so excited. Or the things we say here, like you go back and listen to air checks from like two years ago. You're like, I actually said that. I'm like <laughs> what? That was great of me. Oh. <laughs> So let's go to the phone lines again. Sure. We have a few minutes left in the show. If you'd like to join us, 877-825-8828 is the number. Today's topic, courage. Yeah. So grab some and give us a holler. <laughs> Mary from Bellevue, welcome to the show. What's going on? Hi, Marie. Hi, Mary. How are you? Good, good. I'm uh, very grateful that I got through today. Oh, well, welcome. Yeah. What can I do for you? I'm calling about my daughter. Mm-hmm. She is 15. And she has not really started her period yet. Uh-huh. And um, we got some blood work done from her pediatrician. Sure. And uh, so she has um, her testosterone level is a little higher than it should be. Uh-huh. So her pediatrician recommended some prescription medication. Uh-huh. And I also got some information from a naturopath about her particular view on things, mm-hmm. and I am calling to get your. Okay. Well, the first thing I heard uh, before you even started to talk about your daughters, I heard late bloomer. So, <laughs> so and- actually, she's been she was quite an early bloomer, which is really at least physically, you know, she developed really uh-huh. early. So this is really. Uh-huh. But a late bloomer can mean all kinds of things. It could. It just doesn't mean like breast tissue necessarily. It can mean like the, in their belief system, their philosophy, their vision of themselves, their hormones. At least in in the in the lower product, reproductive area, I would recommend that you. I, I'm not against hormones. Um, I think that if people use them, they should be. Um, uh, what's that beautiful phrase that they use about them? Uh, you know, organic in nature. Yeah, bioidentical. Thank you. Um, that's what I think should happen. Um, I don't know how low her, her testosterone is. And, and of course, a naturopath is actually typically, not not all MDs um, don't have the awareness that I tend to stereotypically think about them. But naturopaths study 
um, you know, the molecular energy and the immune system at a deeper level, typically than MDs. And so they may have a better grasp of it. Um, here's what I think. I think you're in a very intuitive mother. I truly do. So <laughs> even though I'm happy to give my opinion, I want to know what do you feel? <laughs> Seriously, you're uh, very intuitive. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> you know, I, I have, my tendency is to not want to give her prescription medication. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I feel like I'd like to turn it to her to look more internally Great. And, work, and work with her and work with her that way. But um, I guess, you know, then I, I doubt myself and I get, I yeah. think I don't want to. So, so I agree. I think that when I see the word, the words late bloomer, I'm like, let's wait. That's what it really means to me. We're going to wait because this person blooms later. Um, and, and so we're going to wait a little bit. I love the idea of her spending time with her hormones because regardless, even if she's going to take a supplement to help her period eventually come into this physical reality, she's still going to need to know what's going on emotionally and spiritually in that part of her body. And clearly there's a little bit of a disconnect which is perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. So I would agree. Let's start by having conversations about the second chakra and emotions and reproductive organs and have her start to get curious about that part of her body on the inside. You can always go and take hormones. I'm not against pharmacology. I think all of it, again, is delivered by creation. But why don't you start that first because that's your intuitive hit. You can always go back and add that to the table. Okay. How does that sound? That sounds good. Okay. That sounds good. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Have a beautiful day, and um, we wish your daughter many blessings. Mary, for calling in. Appreciate that. Uh, Maybe one time. more. All right. We'll sneak. All right. One, one more. All right. <laughs> you're you're lucky, Liliana. <laughs> lucky from Redmond calling in. Welcome to the show. Make it quick. Oh, okay. Hi, yep. Liliana. Thank you. Thanks. Sure. Hi, how are you? Thank I'm you really very much for making my call. You're welcome. What can I do for you? Well, this is the thing. Um, I know I haven't cluttered my spirit, my mind, a mm-hmm. lot lately. Mm-hmm. But there is still something that is kind of missing, you know, like it's like a lot. Some days I can be super happy. Mm-hmm. And the next day I can be like feeling that there is something else that I need to do. It's like if my mind wants something and my spirit wanted something different. So it's like mm-hmm. a constant internal fight. And I, I don't know. I think you're talking about what everyone deals with every single day. We are in conflict. You know, some days feel really good and some don't feel good. What I think needs to happen when you're waking up in the morning and things aren't feeling good, I think you have to harness your mind. You have to take control of your thoughts and you have to shift them to the direction that you want. I think a lot of people just let their minds go crazy. It's like the, it's like their minds are like in a daycare and you've got 50 kids running around unsupervised, climbing on the walls and throwing food and peeing over, you know, <laughs> behind one of the toys. And I think that it's time for us to use mind control in a healthy, beautiful way because this is what, what athletes do. When athletes want something and they're courageously moving towards their goal. They're going to have to go run a marathon in a foreign country, for goodness sakes, and eat food that they don't know and be away from their family. They are hyper-focused and devoted on the end game, which is to win, to cross that finish line, to jump the hurdle perfectly, to pass that baton at the perfect moment. 
And so it takes devotion. It takes control. You need to control your mind. All of us do. This is what I do every day. This is what I teach my clients to do. Stay focused and devoted to the thoughts that you want. Your mind is not in control of you. Don't pretend that it is. That is an illusion. That's a falsehood. And you're not going to be able to step in the arena and claim the victory that you deserve to have a wonderful and amazing life if you are not devoted to yourself. And I want to thank you for calling in and everyone for listening to the show. It's just been an absolute joy and blessing as it always is. Thank you, Benny and Justine. Be courageous. Be courageous. Bye-bye.